over Broadway. Oh my god, Connor, I didn't realize you know how to play the drums. I do, and I'm like really good at it, you guys. So good at it. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, they're actually asking me to like fill in for the band, like the drummer for the band of Rush, you know, because he does like a 20 minute drum solo on stage. Mm -hmm. Um You're a big fan of Rush. Yeah. Um I definitely didn't get into them because a girl I was dating in middle school was really into them. Yeah. That's but, the only um, reason anyone gets into wrestling. I mean, for honestly, all the girls I, that it attracts. <laughs> I mean, if I show her that, do you think I'll get some puss? Um, <laughs> that is. Like, that's. I think if you say that, a hundred percent. No girl could resist ya. No, I, I mean, honestly, that's why I'm swimming in women. <laughs> swimming in women. <laughs> So true. Uh, this is actually bits jokes, over Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> this is bits over Broadway. <laughs> um. Oh boy, what a what a Coming start. In hot. Coming in hot. Uh, it's bits over Broadway this week. Welcome yeah. back. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, Connor and Biz. No. <laughs> Simply ha- there's anything new. Simply none. <laughs> Simply none. I I can't think that of anything going on in the world right now that needs requires to, us to needs talk about to be it. discussed. I will say R.I.P. Uh, to Little Richard. Wait, what? Little Richard? <laughs> Did singer? he pass away? He died today. Sorry, I'm dating this podcast, but today is the day that Little Richard died. <laughs> I did not get that news blast. Connor, did you even open Twitter today? No, actually, I didn't. That's why. I'm very surprised. <laughs> You're behind on your dead celebs because I you didn't am. look at Twitter today. I, that's correct. <laughs> I, and honestly, that's on me for not mm-hmm. knowing and for not opening Twitter. Yeah. That's why it's the and first thing I look at every day. So I'm uh, up to date on any news, um, sure. garbage, uh, jokes, conspiracy theories. theories. Well, I have podcasts for that. So. Well. I mean, <laughs> and that, my friends, is how Meryl became a Scientologist. <laughs> that's right. We're going to do a whole quarantine that's just my favorite conspiracy theory. <gasps> Wait. Oh, I'm obs- oh, Okay, I'm obsessed with that. We are totally doing this. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Okay. Table that. <laughs> Mitch, okay. write that down. <laughs> Put don't, a pen in it. Don't let us forget that idea. Yeah, because that's a really... That's- Content gold. People love conspiracy theories, or they should. They do. You should conspiracy love theories people. and cryptids. Are oh, we could do a whole episode on cryptids too. Okay, this oh is God. not the production we, meeting. Mitch, cut this. This is, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is how our brains work. Just a peek behind the scenes for everybody, all of our readers. <laughs> this is how every single production meeting goes. It's true. It's a lot Just of us. Fifteen different tangents. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, all right. So let's get into the musical for this week. Oh, God. <laughs> Another in our Deep Cuts series. Yes. Of uh, the Deep Cuts series is shows that guests would never want to do. Um, 
we were wrong, we apparently, uh, when when we released Carrie and there was a groundswell of, ba- of backlash against us. Absolutely. We did have I backlash no over the idea. Carrie episode. Um, strangely, no backlash against Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. No one Honestly, was like, I would have guessed it for that. <laughs> very interesting. Um, I would love to see the discrepancy in that. The Actually, Venn diagram. I lied someone did reach justin heim from our ghost episode was like because you know justin loves a failed musical yeah uh so he was like oh my god i would have loved to be the guest on this i was like yes of course that would have been perfect so oh, that would have been so fun yes excited to talk about our next uh in the future when we have guests again i'm excited to Absolutely. talk about uh flops with justin heim so Check out the ghost episode if you haven't yet. Uh, Garbage musical with one good song. (laughs) Terrible, terrible musical with racist stereotypes. Amazing, incredible. Uh, Wait, what was the one good song in that? I forget. With is it just with you? I don't remember. Um, It's on my Broadway Spotify playlist. If you guys wanted to ever listen to Meryl's Broadway playlist, it's on our new Spotify account. That's right. We have a Spotify account because we are now playlist curators. Um, And this musical, this podcast episode is not about Ghost, but we're doing everything we can to not talk about the musical we're going to talk about today. We're avoiding it. That's right. The next in our Deep Cut series is Starlight Express. Yeah, baby, we finally did it. Who's the best train? (laughs) This musical does not answer that question. It does not. (laughs) And also, did anybody else know this musical was about trains? Yes, it's, um... You might have known that this musical was all taking place on roller skates, and you may have been confused as to why that was, and well, the answer is that they're representing trains. (laughs) And they have to go fast, and the only way to go fast is on roller skates. See, I knew that they were on roller skates, but my impression was that it was like a disco music. Sort of a Xanadu type situation. Yeah. And like, I'm into that. Like, that sounds super fun. I would want to be in that show. Um, cause like roller skates are like fun and sexy and free and, um, like queer and like amazing and like, yeah. Um, but trains, <laughs> trains, which are famously violently heterosexual, extremely, and that's it. <laughs> End of list. And are very boring. They don't deserve so roller boring. skates. Trains don't deserve roller skates. No, or right. Roller skates. I'm so sorry. I'm so I'm so sorry that they did this to you. Like I'm so sorry, honey. Roller skates. I'm so sorry that they would do this to you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh, no! Oh god. So Connor, let's just go ahead, bite the bullet, and get into it. Um, All right. Hey Connor, could you possibly hit us with some facts and figs? and big so (laughs) that one was fun i liked that one uh that was a jam that was a good like i felt that one in my body yeah i needed that that was like my my morning workout that 30 (laughs) seconds of music (laughs) starlight express features music by lord 
Thank you. L-A-L-W. <laughs> with lyrics by Richard Stilgo. Um, and subsequent productions after the original West End production had um, additional song and lyrics by Don Black, David Yazbek, Nick Kohler, Lauren Aquilina, and who fucking knew Andrew Lloyd Webber has a son named Alistair? Has a son named Alistair. Un. Fucking believable. I did not know that this man procreated. Tragically, Who yes. allowed that to happen? I assume Sarah Brightman. <laughs> We're going to have some words with Ms. Ms. Brightman. Ms. Brightman. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, production history, the original show was uh, opened on the West End in March 80, of 1984. Mm-hmm. And ran until 1992, and then it technically never never closed. It just they relaunched the show with some changes to the book and um, the songs in November of 1992, and that production ran until January 2002 for a total. And it's considered on the West End to be one continuous production from the 80s until the 2000s. Um, so that is the ninth longest running show on the West End. For a total of 7,409 performances. It chopped the pond uh, in March of 1987 and uh, opened on Broadway in uh, 87 and ran until January 1989 for 761 performances. And then there have been a ton of regional productions, international productions, touring. Um, like they had a sit down in Vegas and they've even done some like adaptations and different like revision revised versions and stuff like that um the original production on the west end was nominated for two laurence olivier awards in 1984 one zero and the 87 production and on broadway was nominated for seven tonys and only won one for costume design mm. yep <laughs> mm. and then just so everybody knows what the plot of the musical is. Wait, hold on. Sorry. I just I just need to pause really quickly here. Um, okay. Because I was like, who did he sire children with? Okay. Wasn't Sarah Brightman? No, it was his wife. Alistair is the product of his marriage to Madeline Gurdon, who he married in 1991. Alistair was born in 1992, so someone please make it make sense. How did he help write this musical that came out truly a decade before his birth? I think he, I think he must have worked on like later, later revisions. Yeah, I have so many questions. (laughs) I don't know how because if he was born in 92, you said. Recently, recently had a birthday, May 3rd. Happy birthday, Alistair Lloyd Webber. Happy birthday, Alistair Lloyd Webber. A-A-L-W. A-A-L-W. I can't wait till he's a lord. L-A-A-L-W. Honestly, yeah. Honestly, psychotic to give your child the exact same initials as yourself. Um. So he, so Alistair and I are the same age, and I could, I had, I... Uh, um, oh, then again, I'm not the son of a West End and Broadway musical Tragic. writer, so I don't know how to make it make I don't sense. Either. It doesn't matter. All right, let's get into the synopsis of this fucking Okay, piece. the synopsis. Um, oh, Lord. The musical tells the story of a young but obsolete steam engine, Rusty, 
who races in a championship against modern engines in the hope of impressing a first-class carriage named Pearl. The musical is famous for actors performing the entire show on roller skates. This show requires such a deep knowledge and passion for knowing what trains are. Trains. You have to... I don't give a shit what kinds of trains there are. Don't tell me what a steam engine is or a first class car uh, or a aggregate car or a brake I truck. I don't care. A cargo car. I, I, I simply don't there's, care. I simply there's three don't parts care. to a train. Engine, middle part, caboose. That's all that matters. And if the caboose ain't red, if the caboose ain't red, it's not a caboose. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm just so I like I just so deeply don't care about trains. And for someone to write Thomas the Tank Engine, the musical uh, live on Broadway, I just like don't care. Thomas the Tank Engine sucks. You heard it here first, kids. Kids that like trains are busted up in their brain. You heard it here first. Kids who like trains should be bullied. Agreed. Agreed. (laughs) There is a reason why the like fucking nerds are the ones who are into the trains. Just saying. This is possibly, I don't know how he was able to pull this off. Possibly the most heterosexual yeah. mm-hmm. musical in the history of Broadway, while also being oh, the it's gayest. Because so gay. it's entirely done on roller skates and the and all of the music is extremely 80s and if i know anything about the 80s it's that that was gay. <laughs> Correct. and that's american Correct. history baby you don't need to go to ap history anymore y'all no nope. just tune into bits over broadway i mean i read one book so now i'm clearly qualified to teach a seminar about my subject that i've read a book well i mean honestly the rules now the rules now are that you just have to write a musical based on a biography you didn't write and then you can teach a history class and then you can teach american uh history because uh makes you qualified (laughs) society's made up and the rules don't matter That's so true. I'm just mostly excited to uh, once again dive into another uh, meditation from LALW on fame and what it is to be best. And that's copyright Melania Trump. That is correct. And also, um, (laughs) just one quick thing on top Uh of that. Another Jesus musical? (laughs) He Why is there a Jesus train? Here's the thing. He understands fundamentally that jesus was the most famous person to ever become famous correct and he is replicating that throughout all of his musicals that's just what it is it's just wild i know it's absolutely correct you can only get famous if you're horribly murdered (laughs) and that's true in cats that's true in jesus christ superstar that's true in joseph he doesn't really um, die, but he doesn't get murdered. He doesn't get but beaten like, up yeah. and thrown in a well and sold into slavery, which feels bad. It's sold into slavery. He's assumed dead. Uh, <laughs> they, they have an entire party number about him yeah. dying. Family opera, not horribly murdered, but horribly disfigured, Correct. and is pretending to be a ghost. So not not dead. Yeah, I'm just saying there's a pattern here. <laughs> the pattern is you got to die to get famous. Sunset Boulevard. Uh, hello. 
Hello, Avita. Hello. Let's just go through all of Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber. It's not wrong. I'm going to get my doctorate in Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber. A treatise, don't get a your treatise on don't things. do that. I'm skipping. Males, do I'm, not get I'm skipping your my MFA and I'm just going straight into a doctoral program. <laughs> what are your credentials? Oh, I have um, a PhD in musical theater and a BA in arts and science. <laughs> I have a bachelor's of arts and science. What's that? <laughs> that doesn't make Who's me qualified. He? Wild. Oh my god! Sorry to have interrupted your your very. No, it's synopsis. okay. He's trying to impress. Basically, what you need to know is that this show is cats, but mm-hmm. with trains, mm-hmm. because every song is just the trains introducing themselves. Yeah, and they're trying to decide who's the best train, and and who is a question for all of us. A question for the ages. Um, it's important to note. Uh, I think. Connor, you may have said this, that uh, this show is still, like, changing. Every production of this show is different. Yeah. They, like, they have added numbers. They've taken away stuff. They made yeah. revisions to storylines. The lines. order of the songs is different. Yeah. Um, the, the version I watched on YouTube was sort of like an outdoor theater summer version of this. Um, yeah. It wasn't at the Muni, but it was like the Muni. And cl- the songs had clearly been shuffled names of the trains had been changed mm-hmm. um i'll link the uh version i watched in the show notes it's absolutely very wild um there's a here's a uh or something about from lord angeloid weber um saying that the score is grounded in pop music which changes every generation um so starlight express by its nature has to change with every new production a wild take l-a-l-w <laughs> Honestly, this is LALW essentially going back to the American history of it all, uh, putting in the elasticity clause <laughs> of his constitution. Um, okay, so let's look at Starlight Express album. We've got the Overture, a classic. Oh my god. <laughs> this gives everyone a chance to understand that this is going to be on roller skates and the people are going to be roller skating by them. And Right. I don't have many notes on the songs because I thought they all sucked. Yeah, every song is bad. It's really bad, but I did want to... Um, so the idea is... All of these trains introduce themselves. Right. Classic. Lord Andrew Lord Webber love an intro song. If you don't understand the characters, you're not going to get the show. <laughs> That's the Lord Basically. Andrew Lord Webber promise. Um, it's also this weird like diesel engine versus electric engine versus uh, what is Rusty again? Steam. Steam. Like, I don't care about these technologies at all. Oh, what are we doing here? Number one, I want to know why Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber likes trains so much. Like, what is the interest? But that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, but clearly trains are a thing for people because Thomas the Tank Engine is a billion dollar engine. Oh, absolutely. There's like... So, like, what is it? Have you ever seen an episode of Thomas the Tank Engine? Yeah, I used to... I would watch it every so often when I was younger, but, like, I couldn't tell it's you, so like, anything about, like, what... it's. I feel like it's very British. It is, and it's was invented... Invented. It was... The concept was created by a British reverend. <laughs> So it's very just like, 
<laughs> like moral quandary like should i help or should i be a lazy train right. like, okay obviously you should help thomas you fucking prick like <laughs> right. i don't like him he wasn't very nice with me i'm like oh my god oh get my over god. it tom <laughs> but like i feel like there's because i don't know if you like you deal with children um i don't know if you've had to watch the uh animated tv show chugging no we drew a hard line at thomas I could barely sit through that. I'm certainly not going to watch some bullshit called Chuggington. My niece and my nephew are very into Chuggington. And it's just like three trains learning how to be trains, essentially. And like, it's, I don't understand why it's interesting. I I now have to look up a picture of Chuggington. Oh my God. Because I think I know what it is, but I just want to confirm. I think it's a PBS show. Oh, it's not what I thought. It looks terrible. It's. Oh, thank God. I. I can watch it on Hulu. It's BBC. Oh, it's BBC? Mm-hmm. There are, okay, my thing is also, is that there are at least 500 characters in this show. <laughs> well, so the thing is that it's not just the engines that are racing, right? right? It's not a question of who's the fastest engine, because that would be to, like, John Henry, like, <laughs> steam diesel versus electric. Right. Um, it's truly, you have to create a train so it's the engine then has their groupies it's like imagine if they made america's next best dance crew a musical and you have to have all the members of your crew right in order to compete it can't just be one-on-one it has to be the engine plus the middle plus the caboose right exactly yeah because like the like part of the part of the quandary is that rusty has basically no one to race with right and so he's like trying to he wants pearl to be his partner and pearl's like you're fucking (laughs) ugly so no pearl's like you ever heard of like class i absolutely can't be seen with you you're disgusting you're ugly you're a mammoth like i i'm very cute and hot and this just isn't i'm very cute and i'm hot and i'm fun and i'm flirty and i'm free (laughs) and no i will not be seen in public with you she's first class car she is um, there are also coaches, there are dining cars, buffet cars, an aggregate hopper, whatever the <laughs> fuck that is, freight trains, box cars. They also, they also like race against like German cars. Oh yeah. The production, the Trans-Siberian Express. Yes. And, uh, my, the show I watched also had a car from Japan called Nintendo. Hateful. <laughs> what you'll like even more is that the russian the russian train or trans-siberian train came out of a box car that was painted bright red and had a hammer and sickle on the front <laughs> okay i do fuck with that train <laughs> i do fuck with that train like <laughs> i do fuck with that one <laughs> so like basically at the beginning I, we do not have to go the plot is insane no, it's um try and read it truly try and read it on wikipedia because it's and try and follow along it's like <laughs> it makes no I'll sense be honest, whatsoever the show makes little to no sense when you watch it. i assumed mm-hmm. um so then as after you meet all of those cars electra comes on and everyone's fucking horse everybody for turned the fuck they're on like by electra they're, they're like yeah ready to bus <laughs> for electra 
<laughs> They're like that train right there, that train, the electric train, that train bucks. <laughs> that, train, that train that train bucks. bucks. And he does. And he does. And then he sings this horrible, awful, god bad. horrendous Terrible. bad. The music song in the show is so 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 bad. Oh my god. I like I don't understand how he was able to write a musical that was this bad. Delusion. Clearly he was having an embryo assist with the music, so <laughs> That's why. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why I've always like, said no awards for those in utero. They don't deserve right. rights. They don't deserve rights. <laughs> And that's getting into a whole nother political plane. We just simply don't have the time for it. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, this song is just so bad. I will say one thing about the music. The music, like I said earlier, is extremely 80s. Like, you can hear the leg warmers and the mullets. Yeah, you can. Like, there's no other way. Like, think of, like, the most, like, electronic... Like Cindy Lauper song, but like dumbed down fifty percent, mm-hmm. and that's what this musical sounds like. Sorry, I just want to go through uh, Electra's Squad, uh, an armaments truck called Entourage, mm-hmm. a repair truck called Wrench, basic, a money truck called Purse, obvious, and a freezer truck called Volta, and an animal truck called Jewel, uh, and then Greaseball and Electra are about to race is greaseball my question is is because greaseball because andrew lloyd weber does the thing that he does in this show which is he doesn't stick to like one style of music so like every song is different He's an artist how dare you <laughs> okay well he i don't know if we can call this show art <laughs> i'm just gonna go ahead and say that right now <laughs> but Greaseball's music is, like, very 50s, so, like, yeah. is he styled to be, like, a 50s greaser? I believe that is correct. I'll, I'll be honest, it was really hard to see the costuming from okay. the perspective that I had with the thing I watched. So they go in, and then, like, they they announce the rules of the championship. They have to compete in pairs. Rusty, like, is like, hey, Pearl, I want to race with you. And Pearl's like, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> I don't want to look at you. Because you make me want to vomit. Yeah, the thought of you touching me is inducing a sickness. Absolutely. Sort of, sort of vibe. So then they go through the first race and uh, Greaseball wins. Classic Greaseball. Classic, classic, classic Greaseball. And then... Um, uh, Rusty goes to like an old freight yard and meets another steam train named Papa who sings a blues song. A blues song. Yeah. I just, I have Sorry, to, you what's have your to problem repeat it twice. <laughs> you have to repeat it twice because as they say in the song, by the time you come up with the third line, you're able to come up with a rhyme. <laughs> That's literally a lyric in the okay, show. Okay, you know what? At this point in Andrew Lloyd Webber's career, he has fucking giving, given you hit after hit after hit. <laughs> what do you want from him? Even Sondheim had flops. Okay. Not this. Not this. 
All I'm saying is that even Sondheim's flops are good. Hateful. Hateful to me and to my family. I'm just saying, nobody at literally not a single human being asked Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber to write a blues number. (laughs) (laughs) There's, I like, I've seen the petition nowhere on there. That's why he's, that's why he's the Lord. He's the Lord. (laughs) Speaking of the Lord, we get to find out that the Starlight Express is basically God. (laughs) (laughs) Because Rusty starts, like, praying to the Starlight Express so that he can win the best train or something like that. Yeah, best train. Correct. Best train. Yes, I think that's (laughs) the title. You're saying that right. Um, Yeah, you got it. (laughs) Okay, thank you. (laughs) Lord of the trains. Um, I, so then... Rusty enters the next heat of the race and he loses. <laughs> of course. Of course, because you need to have, say it with me, conflict. <laughs> um, so <laughs> then you, we go and um, Papa like enters the race again to show everyone that Steam Engine still got it. And then Papa wins and then dies. <laughs> well, he's very old. <laughs> he's very old. And now everyone is like, well, Rusty should take his place. Yeah. And then um, Rusty announces... Because I guess you can do that? Like, what are the rules here? If I understand anything about Britain, it's that the rules don't matter. And that competitions are basically everyone just being like, would you like a crumpet? And then, like, that's shade. I don't know. (laughs) I can't find any flaw with that. That sounds accurate. So then um, the Rusty's partner, like, doesn't want to race with him anymore or something like that. So then CB offers to race with Rusty in Papa's place. And then Rusty, at the end of Act 1, prays to the Starlight Express. Now, that is a song you can hear covered by DeBarge, and I do think you should. And that's the act. Oh, the, he covers he covers Starlight Express. Yeah, I didn't listen to it. I I simply uh, because of RuPaul's Drag Race, I simply will never listen to Eldebarge now. Um, you should listen to Debarge. Uh, Eldebarge is simply a member, and they have a great hit. You can ask producer Mitch to send you a playlist. Amazing! I love that. <laughs> Not listening, fully playing chess on his phone. Not paying attention to us at all. Rude and hateful. <laughs> Cruel. Unusual. That's No wonder he keeps telling us to put jokes in the show. He's not listening <laughs> He's not to not listening the to the hundreds of thousands of jokes we're doing. We are dying up here and he crickets. won't give us any Straight attention. Up crickets. Um, <laughs> that is tragically the act ender. Um, <laughs> tragically. Somehow. I will say, so and, you, and you guys know, well, viewers know that I love lord andrew lloyd weber and i will defend him to my death Um, the tony nomination for this show was absolutely a courtesy (laughs) it was was a pity it was a pity nom um they felt bad that he biffed it so hard on this uh and they were like you know what we're gonna go ahead and throw you a tony nom for that i wonder what to be clear you will not win but yeah Everybody needs, every category needs a filler queen. You know what I mean? Everybody needs a filler queen. Every show, every category needs a filler queen. One second. I'm going to look up what he was competing against. Oh, please do. I hope we 
can keep those computer typing sounds in. <gasps> I just found a video of Angela Lansbury and B. Arthur performing together. Okay, well. At the 41st Tony Awards, y'all. Drop the link. <laughs> <laughs> we shall. Oh, yeah. He stood no chance. <laughs> Um, best musical nominee nominees were Starlight Express, sure. Rags, Me and My Girl, and can anybody guess the winner of this year? In nineteen eighty four, it's the show that we've covered. Oh, Les Mis. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Like there was absolutely no no fucking chance. Everyone was everyone was <laughs> exactly. a filler queen that in that category in nineteen eighty four. That was a category. Absolutely. Of, oh, this is really interesting. This was the same year that Fences won um, August Wilson's play. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. And also, Dangerous Liaisons was nominated this year. Best play. Now I'm just now I'm just now we're going just doing through. the 1984 Tonys. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Okay, uh, yeah. Do send me that link about B. Arthur and oh, 100. Uh, we're putting it in the show notes. B. Arthur and Angela yeah, Lansbury. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Angela Lansbury. How could I forget? Um, since that is the act break, let's go ahead and take an act break ourselves and try ourselves. and recoup and yeah, try and <laughs> move out. on from here. So somehow continue on. Welcome back from that lovely break. I hope you all um, took this time away from Mike to read about trains, <laughs> learn really about trains. Really bone up on your train really knowledge. Really, bro- like, get into your train knowledge, yeah. because this is when we're really going to start popping off about trains. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just want to take a minute. Um, okay. Did a quick search on Twitter for Starlight Express. Okay. I just want to shout out this conversation. Uh, this original tweet by at Juliet Antonio 9. Uh, I know this is the timeline where Kat's got a film adaptation, but can you imagine what the timeline would look like if it was Shudder's Starlight Express? And the <laughs> the first response to it is, you mean the Fast and the Furious? Wow. <laughs> Shout out. I love. Shout out, shout out. Honestly, if Starlight Express had been adapted as opposed to Cats, Mm -hmm. I hate to say it, but I think 2020 would be worse. (laughs) Oh, I know it would be. (laughs) (laughs) Like, everyone is always like, how can it get worse? How can it get worse? It's like Starlight Express. Be a Starlight Express adaptation. No, I was really looking for one so, so that I could count watch it. your blessings that we were given a Cats <laughs> adaptation. Try and imagine how hellish life could be. <laughs> exactly. So the top of Act 2 is basically just the trains having a train meeting about whether or not to allow the trains to be in the train competition. And honestly, I want to know more about this train meeting. <laughs> is this like... It's very similar to how they picked the Pope. They all just sit in a room, uh, and once uh, you see a certain color smoke, you're like, oh, the trains have made a decision. The trains have made a decision, and now the train can race. <laughs> and the train, yeah, and the train decision is Rusty can be in the race. Yeah, and they all agree on that. So then, uh, Greaseball... This is all relayed to us, by the way, via a song called The Rap. The it Rap. is wrapped to us, this this. Situation. And if you want to know what that rap sounds like... 
All you have to think about is Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber himself rapping. And that (laughs) is essentially exactly what what you think it is. (laughs) Exactly. Like I can't there's no way to like describe it accurately because it is literally just the whitest thing you've ever heard. Have you ever heard the follow up when someone says rap music you mean crap music and then they try and do an impression of what they think rap music is yes it's that song (laughs) it's what that is but on a broadway stage that's what the train meeting is yes (laughs) i think they should i think they should change the name of the song to train meeting train meeting it would be a lot better than the rap oh i I fully agree a lot more explanatory like because we know we know that you can do like a good patter song in um of course in musical theater you can musical theater like obviously like uh my like it isn't my fault that I stole those beans, you know, I can't like, that's a good, sure. that's a good meeting of the people that are mm-hmm. sort of rapping, you mm-hmm. know? So Lord Angela Webber, just be Stephen Sondheim. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Stop just like do that. Just like, just like, just like do Sondheim. Yeah. It's, um, it should, it should be called the train meeting. I agree. Agreed. And then, so Rusty's allowed to race. Pearl leaves Electra and joins Greaseball and Dinah, mm-hmm. Who's Greaseball's partner is like, what the I'm fuck? so sad. What the <laughs> I'm fuck? so sad. And she sad. sings One More Angel in Heaven. I'm sorry. Nope. She sings U-N-C-O-U-P-L-E-D. But they are the yes! same song, actually. They are the same song. <laughs> they are almost note for note those same song. <laughs> so uh, that was... um confusing yes, uh, absolutely. She, the song is called uncoupled but she is spelling it for reasons i cannot understand because she can't bring herself to, to admit the that word. the man that she loves is abusive straight up ditched her ass to win a prize <laughs> oh god so then we go on and cb and electra kind of like hatch this plan and we find out that cb is the villain of the show yeah because cb is just out here he's like okay um actually (laughs) he's the kid in high school who's like i think it's really fun to set things on fire he's absolutely just throwing marbles in front of everyone who's running in front of him yeah like literally every single person that he partners with yeah. He sabotages. For and fun. he, like, his song CB is all about him causing train crashes it's for just, fun. It's just sociopathy, uh, the the song. Just in trains. <laughs> well, I just, I like doing it. You know, trains can be sociopathic as <laughs> well, well. Certainly, anthropomorphized trains can. And this is uh, my thesis for the show um, Trains, do they deserve rights? No, I've been over this. <laughs> No, the answer is no. I originally thought no, I've continued to think no, and at the end of this show, I will still think no. I will still say no! So, then they race again, CB sabotages Rusty, obviously. Um, Rusty complains and says that he was cheated out of it, but everyone's like, um... You you just suck, actually. Have you considered that you just (laughs) suck You just actually suck. Like... How about you fuck off? So then he, like, goes back to the freight yard and um, the Starlight Express appears and says, "Um, actually, he lives in you. I'm sorry. You are the Starlight. (laughs) I will say I actually did like this number. Mm -hmm. It was also the last (laughs) number I listened to (laughs) because 
after I Am the Starlight, I kind of just stopped caring. You guys, the original cast recording of this show is 90 minutes long. It's so long. It is so long. I literally, after I Am the Starlight, I literally tuned it out, and then I just completely forgot that it was playing in the background. And then I, like, came to, like within the last two or three songs. And I was like, oh my God, Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber, wrap it up. It's actually the Get an wrap editor up. or something. <laughs> the wrap it up, exactly. So Starlight Express happens, uh, and he's like, actually, you are the king. And Scar took your father's place. And Rusty's like, you're right. So this car called Rusty and Dustin, or this car called Dustin, like, joins Rusty and they go to race again. He's he's like, oh my god, I was asleep, but then I felt the presence of Starlight and I had to get here right away. Yeah. Bitch. Bitch. What? Bitch. So... Rusty shows up at the race, the final race between Greaseball and Electra. And the, like, judges are essentially like, yeah, you can race again. We had a train meeting about this already. What? Why do you keep asking? We actually had a second train meeting and we're like, yeah, no, actually. There are no rules. The elimination sequence we've set up doesn't matter. You may do whatever you'd like. Exactly. And if I know anything about trains, it's that you can do whatever you like. (laughs) You can do whatever you like. That's right. So Rusty joins the final heat. The race is fast and furious. That's literally aligned in the Wikipedia. Um, and he kind of like is able to pull it off because all of his extra weight helps him in a downhill track. Um, Electra and Greaseball essentially fight and get into a huge crash, but Pearl disconnects from Greaseball. Please don't forget that Electra zaps electricity at Greaseball. Oh, I'm sorry. Because apparently trains are also magic. Yeah, duh. Um, who knew? So then Greaseball and Electra like are fighting and then Pearl disconnects. Pearl disconnects, Electra zaps electricity at Greaseball, then misses and hits Pearl uh, and injures this her. This plot is insane. Greaseball doesn't give a shit and disconnects from Pearl at full speed. Uh, Rusty jumps off the racetrack just in time to save her, um, but at the cost of him losing the race. Right. But getting the girl, uh, and then to avoid being disqualified. But Greaseball, Electra, and CB all crash, which allows Rusty to Well, win. because uh, since Greaseball ditched Pearl, he has to have a coach in order to qualify to finish. Right. So he starts to, to fight the electric train, Electra, over CB. Like, he's trying to steal his coach from him. You know, how trains can do. You know, how trains work. <laughs> And uh, then Electra and CB crash, uh, which allows the fight is obviously a huge thing. Greaseball, Electra and CB crash, which allows Rusty to win the race and the woman. Yes. But instead of celebrating, he has to go find Pearl. Because she went somewhere. And then Control is like, don't leave. Or you won't get to do your lap of honor, (laughs) which like gives a shit wild by the way i don't think we said this at the top um this entire thing the entire show takes place in the imagination of a child yeah control is a little boy 
So yeah, there's a there's a essentially the show starts with the little boy being like, which of my trains are the fastest, and then that's the show. Which is why the trains can do things like zap electricity at one another. Yeah, absolutely. So Electra and Greaseball sing about how like they suck, and then uh, Rusty and Pearl like Rusty goes to find Pearl, and Pearl is like. Of all the trains that I've been with. And there have been many. And there have been many. He's the only one who cared about me. And this is the um, Suddenly Seymour show. (laughs) Of course. uh, Number of the show. Where she's like, oh, he's always been there. Oh, I think I love him. And then he comes back and he's like, guess what? Winning that race gave me a boner hard enough to tell you that I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Then she's like, oh my god, that's so crazy. Because literally just a second ago I was saying that. I think I have a crush on you. That's perfect timing for me. I love that. perfect woman that everything's always worked out for. Absolutely. So then uh, Greaseball apologizes to Dinah. (laughs) Everyone is clearing it up. Control tries to assert some control, announcing that Rusty's lap of honor is canceled. And then all of the other engines tell Control to shut up. (laughs) And they celebrate the second coming of steam power. Which is the light at the end of the tunnel, the longest song. Yeah. It's only four minutes, but it, honestly, I felt when I was listening to it, I felt like I was like, it was a year long. I will say, if you search Starlight Express on Twitter, um, apparently the president tweeted of maybe a couple weeks ago in all caps, light at the end of the tunnel. And many people quote tweeted it saying, please don't bring Starlight Express into this. Things are bad enough, sir. <laughs> Could you please refrain? Things are bad enough. Hilaire. That's very funny. Um, you love to see it. So that's the end it's of the bad. show. It's bad. Don't <laughs> listen to it. Whoever greenlighted this um, should be drawn and quartered. I will not stand by it. Just need to... Um, I'm just scanning the notable cast members section mm-hmm. of the wiki. And I want everyone to know that Jane Krakowski played Dinah on Broadway. Which is probably why she's so good at roller skating in 30 Rock. I was just going to say, <laughs> is that why they put in that joke? What joke? Because she, they they have a joke like in one of those seasons where like Jenna talks about like a show that she did. It was like in a diner oh my God. and she probably. was on roller skates and she she like played as a waitress or something like that. Gonna have to go find it. Find the 30 Rock joke that's mocking Jane Kurkowski being in Starlight Express. <laughs> I so love that. Good. That's amazing. Um, this show does not fuck, number one. Um, <laughs> number two, it also, I feel, speaks to, once again, the power of theater and musical theater particularly in that you can put truly the dumbest bullshit on stage and people will go along with it. And so in that vein, I would like to pitch my own passion project if you will. Yeah. Okay. So I think we should do cars, the musical based on Disney's hit animated TV movie. cars. (laughs) But get this instead of roller skates, they're all on motorized wagons (laughs) and they're just going on it. And they're all cars, baby. And there's only one song in the entire show Uh It is Rascal Flat singing Life is a Highway over and over in different styles. So like you have like a like one version that's like a ballad and then one that's like an 80s rock like montage. And the tagline could be live, drift, 
repeat or something like that because the entire movie is about him learning how to drift. Oh my god! And that is my musical theater passion project. I I love it. Thank I you. I have some more. I want everyone on Rascals, the little motorized wheelchairs, just <laughs> yes! zooming around. Um, that's the only song. That's uh, and that's it. And that's how we save money on um, uh, hiring a lyricist. Correct. <laughs> we'll just play Rascal Flats their insane fee and be on our way. Absolutely. Um, some more uh, facts and figs, if you will. Okay. Um, as we all know, Angel Lloyd Webber, Lord Angel Lloyd Webber, is very litigious. Mm-hmm. Um, we do know, uh, famously, Peter Smith, a guest on this show, uh, was issued a cease and desist. Yes, uh, for their performance of Meow Marie in uh, the Kardashians. Yes, uh, but also the actors in Starlight Express are legally required to wear roller skates because Android Weber got very pissed that the actors might want to use roller roller blade. They have to use roller skates. Yeah. Because that was all that was invented right. when LALW wrote the show. But he didn't like roller blades. Yeah. He didn't like the blades and he was mad that the actors would want to use them. And so he just like made it illegal for them to do the show in roller blades. <laughs> fucking bananas. Because what you must remember is that above all else, he is Petty. And honestly, that's why he does well in musical theater. <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> because if I know anything about a musical theater bitch, it is that they are, say with me, petty. petty. <laughs> um, the, uh, just more fun. I was trying to see if anyone had noticed this 30 record, okay. right? Which obviously everyone has. Um, but so Jane Krakowski originated the role of Dinah. That was her Broadway debut oh, was in Starlight Express. Um, That's fun. And they reference it visually okay. in the show. So it's the episode in season four when they're trying to find a new cast member. They're interviewing. Yeah. And it cuts to Jane Krakowski backstage. Um, and there's like a little orphan boy who's like, way to wear a bra he makes some comment about her not needing a bra or something like that but she's in full dinah drag like on roller skates amazing uh in the visual it's very good uh, so shout out jane Krakowski. now i have to go and rewatch all of 30 rock <laughs> oh it was hey jenna congratulations on your nomination for worst supporting bra that's the joke <laughs> <laughs> Um, interestingly, Jaden, the little actor, is dressed as an orphan, perhaps a Gavroche Les Mis. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. Tony's situation. I don't know. Anyway, uh, 30 Rock's a great show, unlike this <laughs> Starlight Express, which is a bad show. Bad, say it with a bad, bad show. Um, Connor, I am going to have to ask you this because I am legally required to ask this of, course. of you. Um, yeah, otherwise we get sued. <laughs> Mitch will take us to court. Small claims. That is correct. <laughs> Even though we created this no, band. We invented this podcast without him many years <laughs> and ago. And he just like came in here and was like, hey, it's mine now. And we're we're like, well, we're stupid and we don't have legal representation. So I guess you're right. I guess you're our lawyer now? Um, fuck. <laughs> uh, so Connor, manage this for me. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I don't really care much for this musical, uh, obviously. could have fooled me. <laughs> but I think I do have uh, a couple of things. While the music is bad, I do really like that he was able to capture the essence of the time period. 
Um, like I said, the music is very 80s. You can hear the leg warmers. You can, like, it, it's, it's very easy to picture in your mind, and I think that is really cool to be able to do. Um, so I definitely hats off for that, even though all of the songs are bad. Very like, bad. just, like, auditorily, like, it's a really cool thing to be able to capture an era like that. Um, sort of like Hair did with the 70s. Sure. And late or late sixties and early seventies, um, and also it, uh, I love his dedication to creating truly the dumbest thing that you can put on a stage and people fucking loving it. Accurate. Truly, no one was asking no for one. this, and yet he did it anyway. And he did it, and it was the ninth longest running show the West on the West End. And that's what happens when you just ignore criticism from everyone and continue to do what you want. And this is what RuPaul wishes that exactly, she could communicate well. but she never can. <laughs> exactly. Meryl, man and share this for oh us. Oh, boy. Uh, y'all know I'm, par- I'm an LALW stan. Uh, we know. <laughs> famously in my Twitter bio, LALW Stan. Um, <laughs> but this is very bad. Yeah. I don't think there's any reason for you to watch or listen to this or read about it. None. Um, it is, it's very, very bad. There are people will disagree with me here, but there are much better and more well done. LALW shows for you to spend your time listening to and caring about. And I would agree with I that. I don't think Starlight Express is one of them. No. Um, I, Easily one of his weakest, if not yeah. the weakest. Yeah. Uh, and just the entire conceit is roller skates. And so just listening to it is kind of like, okay, who cares? Um, right. Again, like, at this point, just watch Xanadu. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying if you like are so jazzed for skates, then there are other things that can slot into that for you. Um, the episode of RuPaul's Drag Race season eight, when they all had to wear roller skates on the runway, that would be a better use of your time than this musical. Even though you have to watch Robbie Turner and that's hard. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but I will say that I... Yeah, I just don't care enough about trains yeah. to ever have to listen to this or think about it again, even as a joke. It's just I'm exhausted. Of course. Uh, and I'm sorry that I picked it. And I'm sorry that we've wasted our one precious life doing this. <laughs> no, honestly, it was it was fun okay, to do this okay. one. Like it's like we don't necessarily do criticism <laughs> okay well we are very critical but yeah it's not we like are critical, good but we're not we're not like good critics or anything like that we're not thank like, you for making that distinction <laughs> yeah but it is really fun to like tear a show apart yeah. and like oh, i love it and like make jokes about it so like it was so while it was like i did have to suffer through starlight express for 90 yeah. minutes yesterday it, this was still a great time i had a great time doing it we suffered so you the viewers don't have to absolutely <laughs> um connor do you have anything to plug nope nothing as usual you can just find me across all platforms at crelia12 where you will find whatever fun projects i'm working on there eventually <laughs> when my brain starts working again oh and fingers crossed for your brain fingers crossed thank from all of guys. us here um, <laughs> at the aaron's light thank you household. so much <laughs> Meryl, how about you? Anything for you? Uh, nothing in particular. You can find me across all platforms at Meryl K. Uh, you can find this podcast across all platforms at Bits Over B-Way, Bits Over B-Way at gmail.com. 
You can find us on Patreon, uh, patreon.com backslash bits over Broadway. Uh, we are anywhere you can find podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Sp- SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you use some kind of player that we're not on, please let us know. We would like to uh, get on your player. Yeah. Um, and you can also find us. We release episodes every other Wednesday. We are now releasing weekly episodes in between our musicals. We're dropping quarantine, just Connor and I chatting about uh, whatever topic we feel like chatting about for that. Week. Yeah. And you guys got to hear a little bit about that at the top of the show. <laughs> at the top of the show. Um, if you want to uh, help our podcast out, you can rate and review us on iTunes. That helps boost our numbers. We would be very, very grateful. Absolutely. Uh, I think that is all I have. Anything else, Connor? My nope. I think that's it. All right. Uh, bye. bye. We're going to have some words with Ms. Brightman.